from the far reaches of Dominaria to the deep depths of the Internet. Only one company can withstand the hardships and brave the fierce trials that face the casual multiplayer magic warrior. These four brave men stand as one and cross swords with foes of unimaginable horror who would dare challenge them on the field of battle. These four men are... The Mana Pool. Here to guide you through the mystic and awesome landscapes of the many planes of the multiverse are your fearless leaders, Brian, the lead rambler, Dirk, it's not that easy being green, the greenest man alive, and Mike, only God can judge is that right? The rules guru and resident oldster. And leading them all in their relentless charge through the aether fields is the head dork, the one and only. The truly awesome Chewy. So sit back, relax, grab a glass of refreshing Jones Planeswalker soda, and prepare yourself for the Mana Pool. Hello again, and welcome to the Mana Pool. This is episode 267 of the Mana Pool. Are there any two sixes for seven? I'm sure there are. It's probably something crappy. It's like a Legends vanilla legend. Probably. Probably. So, we are the Manipool, the other longest-running, sh- uh, regularly published show uh, on the MTG Cast Network. Yeah. And we talk about all of the magic-y things that we could possibly think of, and then some that actually we didn't think of. <coughs> and Brian just died. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I am Chewy, the lead dork here, and with me, as always, are some other dorks. Dorks, sound off. Hey, it's me, Brian, the lead rambler. I haven't been here in a little while because of sickness and death and all sorts of other stuff. So, alas, for those of you that have rejoiced in my being gone because I am back and we can get back to tormenting you now because I'm here. Whatever he just said. Uh, I'm Mike, I'm the rules guy and the game war guy, and I almost wasn't on this episode, but then suddenly everyone realized it was impossible for them to record except for one day during the week, so that's when we're recording this. And it's a Friday. Have we ever recorded on Friday in our five-year history? Maybe once or a twice. A very handful of times. That's crazy. I know very it has small happened. handful. Oh, and by the way, the most the most a person will ever have to pay for a two six is six mana. Oh, so we're overpriced and lame. Yeah, we missed our chance last time. Maybe we've got a really great ability. <laughs> <laughs> but how could it be better than Hand of Justice? Ooh. Well, uh, uh, give me a little while. Entertain you for two to three hours. <laughs> That is that better than be Hand the ability of Justice. we have. <laughs> Tap. Advance two hours or more in time. Be entertained. Almost kill yourself driving. <laughs> and snort milk. And so, <laughs> so who are you, other voice that didn't introduce themselves yet? <laughs> I am uh, Dirk, the self-proclaimed greenest man alive and moral compass of the group. And, oh my gosh, did you guys see the story this morning? The meteorite? Oh, yeah! That's Crazy. Fun. All three of my classes, that's what we watched today after we got done going over our topics, was, all right, now watch this. We're going to watch the news. And it was I put on MSNBC, and we watched the coverage of that. 
and just the pictures. Oh my gosh, it was yeah. so awesome. Except for all the people who got injured. I'm I'm sorry for you people. Nobody died. The rest right? of us thought was awesome. I nobody don't think died. died. No, people nobody died, but there were like a, around a thousand injuries. Oh. Yeah, flying broken glass and other pieces of things. Well, you know what? They'll get better. I think it's awesome. Um, yeah, okay. So before I left for work this morning, I was sitting here screwing off, doing whatever, and I saw Chris Lansdell post something on Facebook because I use a program called Digsby, and I've got it tied into Facebook. So when anyone posts anything, it pops up, which is a massive annoyance. I really need to turn that off. But uh, it popped up. It doesn't show pictures or links. It just shows text of whatever they typed. And it said, is there a baby Clark Kent at the bottom of this? And I was like, I must click on this to see what in the blue hell he's talking about. <laughs> and so I clicked on it, and it was someone standing at the edge of the crater, with, uh, w- which was still burning, uh, recording just like a slow pan across. And it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. And no, it wasn't the baby Clark Kent, you idiot. He wasn't Clark Kent until later. It was a baby Kal-El. Duh. <laughs> Damn it, Chris. And it was uh, it was really cool, so... I kept an ear out for it, and I was watching the news when I went to the Oriental Cafe and ate sushi for lunch. It was it was on, and so I'm sitting there staring at that, and Ashley's like, blah, da, da, da. I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, because I'm watching the news. Do we know how big this this meteorite was? Uh, there was, on on ABC, on the World News, um, on ABC tonight, they interviewed someone from uh, the Jet Propulsion laboratory and she was saying that it was about 15 meters long like two vans parked end to end that's that is how big not, that piece was that is not a small number yeah i had heard other um earlier in the day i'd heard something like the size of a washing machine but maybe that was the fragment that crashed into the lake mm, okay. i don't know so i wonder if it did 13 damage to something <laughs> oh brought it back to magic <laughs> Uh, sorry. And apparently this has nothing to do with the, uh, I don't know the name or the number of the stupid thing, but the giant asteroid that's buzzing by Earth at, uh, uh, way too close for comfort. Mm-hmm. Because <clears throat> it came from a completely different direction, so it's some massive uh, coincidence. Yeah. Which makes my head hurt. Uh, there's a poster on Facebook that I just saw that I thought was funny. It says, Asteroids are nature's way of saying, how's that space program coming along? <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> Darn you, Asteroids. We still have Bruce Willis. <laughs> Such a terrible movie. Is G.I. Joe ever coming big throw in the face of physics. <laughs> Screw you, Asteroids. We still have President Morgan Freeman. Doesn't have quite the same ring to it. It really does. Although, uh, I guess if he's going to talk it down, it will listen to what he says. If it's Morgan Freeman, he's going to try and talk it down, and we're all going to hide in a cave and hope it goes away. If it's Bruce Willis, we're actually going to go up there and blow the effer up. So, <laughs> no, we'll just hop in some wormholes with Morgan Freeman. <laughs> and Trevor agrees. So, yeah, he says that, Daddy, you should come and throw balls with me. <laughs> Isn't that right, Trevor? He's like, am I being recorded? <laughs> so, we have... Oh, yeah. Uh, we are brought to you, as always, by Cardshark.com, a better way to buy and sell collectible card games. And it just so happens that they have a promotion going right now that if you are signed up for the Cardshark newsletter, you got. But I seem to have lost... Oh, here it is. So, Cardshark has now been going for 12 years. 
which means I've been working for Card Shark for like at least half of their life. Because I know yeah. I was at Card Shark as the content editor for at least a year before we started this show. Because I was working at Jockey, maybe two. Maybe but, I'm sure it was two. That's crazy. At least. So yeah, it's their 12 year anniversary, and they're giving away free stuff. The way it works is you go when you order something, you know, when you order something, you enter the promo code 12. That's the spelled out T W E L V E 12. Yeah, and and you'll see the little box to enter promo codes on the checkout page. It's obvious. It's right down there. Yeah. It says use the codes as many times as you want. Each $1 you spend on card pur- purchase purchases I can't say that word. Each $1 you spend on cards <laughs> while using the promo code will get you an extra entry into the contest. Now, this runs out uh, end of day, February 28th, uh, Pacific Standard Time. So, like 3 a.m. our time and figure it out from there. Uh, use as many times as you want, blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Right. So, there's a bunch of legalese that isn't relevant to us. Uh, so, what do you get? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, 12 runners-up, 12, this is 12 years, 12 runners-up will get a booster pack. The grand prize winner, of which there is one, will get a $112 Cardshark.com gift certificate. Huh? Nice. So, buy your cards from Cardshark, and maybe you'll get some free stuff. Because free stuff is awesome. I think free stuff is terrible. I want to pay more for things. More. More. Well, then you should go to Star City when they're, uh, you know, doing the, uh, what's that thing called? Pre-sales. Pre-sales. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Careful now. You don't want to get kicked out of the GP. <laughs> no, they'll take my money first, and then they'll kick me out. <clears throat> and I'll just, you know, change my hair and put on a hat, which those two things are kind of stupid to do together. <laughs> change my shirt and put on a hat and, and scowl more. They'll never know it's me. <clears throat> Dye your nose a different color. Totally. <laughs> just pull pull a Clark Kent and just keep walking into things and, and excusing yourself. And that killed the conversation. I what? Hate, I hate that so much. Anyway, <laughs> they made Clark Kent extra goofy to hide the fact that he's Superman. I'm oh, sorry, Lois. I can't help but just keep walking into things and crushing them when I accidentally step on them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Have you seen my stapler? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so $112 gift certificate. Use the promo code 12, and that's awesome. Yay. The word 12. 12. <laughs> T-W-E-L-V-E. Yes. Don't put in one two, because that won't work. <laughs> hey, dummy. The link to this will be in the show notes, by the way, just so everyone is aware. Yay! Next! Next. What is next? What are we going to talk about next? And Unrestricted. It's been, that happened so long ago. Yeah, we should probably mention that, just because we haven't yet. Yeah, there's a lot of newsy stuff that we missed. Okay, let's see. BNR list, BNR list. Here it is. So, the BNR list is... So, Standard had a big change. There were no changes, which is so weird. Uh, extended... They still listed extended. <laughs> uh, hey, it's a real format. Yeah, totally. Shut up, wizards. Uh, legacy and vintage, all is still well there. Uh, I think I heard some chatter about there was some speculation going on related to um, 
survival of the fittest or something, and a bunch of people got pissed off when nothing happened in Legacy or something like that. Like, I'm talking about monetary speculation, not just oh. people talking out of their ass speculation. Okay. And so people got pissed off when nothing happened in Legacy. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, anyone who says that Legacy needs to have bannings is apparently not paying attention to the weekly Legacy tournaments that Star City does, because I swear the top eight is just re- something ridiculous every single time. Yeah, it's something completely different. Yeah. Like, there were a bunch of times there were eight different archetypes in the top eight. That never happens in standard. No! <laughs> anyway, but the big news is Modern had uh, Bloodbraid Elf and Seething Song were banned, which it, by all uh, accounts it doesn't kill uh, the Jund deck, but it definitely kicks it in the balls. Yeah. Cajones. I'm sorry, in the cojones. And Seething Song... Does that kill the storm deck? I think it. I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe not kill it, but it also it's, kicks it in the ball. It's pretty hurtful. It's the only. Uh, if I remember, it's the only plus two ritual that the deck has. It, it was the only plus two ritual in the format, I think. Yeah. All the other rituals are just plus one. Yeah, that's what the explanation down here says. Oh, and by, okay. And by plus two ritual, he means something that gets you two more mana than you started with. Yeah, like Seething Song, you pay three and get five. Dark Ritual, you pay one and get three. Those are what about uh, Geosurge? Geosurge, you can only cast um, creatures and artifacts with the mana. So you can't... So it doesn't do any combos. Is that is that not a problem? I guess not. No, because you can't do... Um, you can't do a big mana combo with it. Okay. You can't do a big mana run through your deck combo with it. Gotcha. So I guess Geosurge is a plus whatever... Um, like ritual, but it doesn't, it doesn't measure. Plus three, I think. Four, you pay four and get seven, right? And it's all, but it's like all specific mana. It's all red. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really have it. I don't know enough about modern. I'm just so sick of everybody playing freaking Jund that I hopefully mean, someone I, will have to freaking innovate now. <laughs> Seething Song, it wasn't just um, for Storm decks, it was also <laughs> often used. To help <coughs> correctly, you know, it's also used to cast um, omniscience and hive mind. Uh. Um, John Raymer, who went with us to the pre-release, actually uh, sent me a Facebook message the other day and said, "Hey, they just banned Bloodbraid Elf uh, in Modern, so I actually picked some up for pretty cheap. What do you think I could put them in for a casual deck?" And I um, actually took too long to respond to him because I was like, "Let me think about that." And then I was like, "Oh yeah, I need to respond." But I kind of thought, "What about in a um, in a Simic deck that splashes red?" Because the great thing about the way Cascade works is you can play the Elf, Cascade into something with Evolve, get the Evolve guy, which for between one and three mana is going to be pretty small, and then and then you get your Elf. Hey! Yeah. Yeah, Secret Town. All those casual, you know, cutthroat casual tournaments are, are, are now broken. Broken. Conclusions. <laughs> broken. You know, I still have my old uh, Jund Colored Allies deck with the well, the broken pieces of it sitting in a pile um, with my other stuff right now. I never turned it into a real deck, and that's where my Blood Braid Elves are right now in the Allies deck. They're still in that pile that's not even a deck. 
I don't think I'm using any. Because I'm boring. I can never think of what to do with a Bloodbraid Elf other than, hey, look, another guy. Yay. I'm so boring. <laughs> Bad at this game. Oh, well. Those weren't the only bands, though. No, 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 no. Uh, Magic Online Pauper uh, banned two Storm spells as well, Empty the Warrens and Grapeshot. Empty the Warrens is the one that gives you two, <laughs> two goblins for each copy, and Grapeshot does one damage to something for each copy. And those are the two win conditions for the Storm deck, so I guess there's no more Pauper Storm deck. There is. It's I, just blue now. Oh, right. The, um, and it uses the Bounce spell. The, the Bounce. What about, um, can you use... I can't um, remember the name. Brain freeze, or is that that's uh, brain freeze is uncommon. Yeah, it is. That's terrible. Well, it's uncommon for a very good reason. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. And they also banned invigorate, which some of you listening are like, "What's that?" Well, invigorate for two and a green gives target creature plus four plus four until end of turn, and it's an instant. And it doesn't sound so bad, does it? And you're right, it doesn't. But it has an alternate casting cost of if you control a forest, you can give an opponent three life instead of paying its casting cost. Which means jack against an infect deck. Exactly. Infect decks were actually a little too fast and too non-interactive because you can give them three life that you don't care about and hit them for half of their poison life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, imagine if mutagenic growth was even better and cost even less. All right. Turn one, I'm going to play. This is like, this is the best thing ever, you know? So you're, this is never going to happen. But still, the dream is turn one, Glistener Elf, turn two, attack. What is the, what is the name of this card? I'm sorry. Invigorate. Um, invigorate. 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 Mutagenic growth. Uh, giant growth for kicks. I'm a horrible person. <laughs> Or invigorate the salt strobe. That would work. <laughs> yeah. That's awful, by the way, Mike. It's pretty bad, yeah. Horrible person. <laughs> but anyway, so that's that. They've redone Pupper. They've redone Modern. Everything else is good. I know this happened a long time ago. This happened in January, for God's sake, and we're just now getting around to it because we've had other stuff to do that is more relevant to us, but we had to throw our two cents in because that's what we do. We have two pennies, and we just chuck them at people. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) That was three. Damn it, Mike. (laughs) It's because you're a rules advisor, isn't it? Shut up, Derek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a ricochet. That's what it was. Uh, okay, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> okay, more news. Uh, extort in Commander works exactly as we said it did. The Rules Committee agreed with, uh, uh, I forget, who was it Toby Elliott? Yeah, Toby Elliott. Yeah, that the uh, reminder text has nothing to do with it, and extort doesn't. The the full comprehension. No, it, it was it was always their position that reminder text didn't do anything, but now it is their position that um, a, a keyword ability doesn't add all of its rules text to the oracle text of a card. Yeah, but for some reason they keep bringing it back to the reminder text. And I don't know why. Yeah. Like, I know that the reminder text on that whatever crystal, whatever thing that just, it gives reminder text with mana symbols on it as an example. Anyone with half a brain can figure out that that doesn't count. 
but yeah. this is reminder text that has mana symbols in it that are part of the freaking game text of the thing, but not game text, rules text. Comprehensive yeah. rules entry. But apparently, yeah, people still get hung up on their reminder text. <laughs> but oh well. But yes, you can play your extort cards in a mono white deck or in an Azorius deck or in a whatever. And it'll be fine. Which is good, because otherwise it would be dumb. And while a couple of people have said, I don't like that, those people are wrong. <laughs> they do like it, they just don't realize it. <laughs> I've heard some people say, well, you know, my group just already... Uh, I've heard it go both ways. I've heard some people say, my group allows hybrid in um, mo- monocolor decks or allows, you know, you can play uh, a, a white-black uh, hybrid uh, card in any black commander deck, and that's what that group wants to do, so that's fine. I'm always in favor of putting more restrictions on Commander because then you get more unique decks versus you might think, well, if you allow more people to play with more cards, that allows for more diversity. Uh, Worm Coil Engine. Yeah, 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 Worm Coil Engine. Worm Coil Engine is such a great card, and it's colorless. You almost have to come up with a reason for not having it, whereas... If Worm Coil Engine was a green and black card, you could only use it in green and black decks. Hey, it is a green and black card. Hey, wizards! Nothing. <laughs> Cheaty faces? <laughs> hmm. So that's Commander. Nothing new there. We're just clarifying for anyone that was interested. Anyone that's interested probably listens to all the other Commander podcasts, or at least some of them. So you probably knew that already. But again, we had to weigh in. Had to weigh in. I weigh quite a bit. Now, Dragon's Maze. That's a thing that will exist. Boo. <laughs> 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 Boo this man. Sorry. Uh, we have news of one card from Dragon's Maze. The Buy a Box promo card for Dragon's Maze is Render Silent. Of course, it's foil and with alternate art. What is Render Silent, you might ask? Well, I'll tell you. I don't freaking know, because all I have is the name. <laughs> ha! Just letting you know. Man. But, render silent, huh? It's interesting, because it's it going to be a like... complete reprint. It's going to be a functional reprint huh. of silence. <laughs> it's interesting, because it sounds like an Azorius name for a card, but Supreme Verdict was the buy box promo for Return to Ravnica, so I don't know. All Azorius all the time. Oh my god. Obviously. What was the buy, what was the buy box promo for Night Vale Spectre? What? Night Vale Spectre. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Demir Spectre that mills a uh, exile stop card or something and you can play it or whatever. Yay, yeah. blue. Blue is the best. Blue is awesome. <laughs> blue, 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 blue. Blue, blue, it's the man. If he can't do it, then we'll find someone else who can. <laughs> Say or something. So so that's all the Dragon's Maze news, except for the big Dragon's Maze news. That's yeah. actually, again, from the same day as the Band-Restricted list, so we're sort of bad at this game. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, but we already know Dragon's Maze is all ten guilds, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 And, right. and right. we already know, right, that I hate my co <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Right. So, Correct. <laughs> This hey. is true. Clearly. <laughs> yes. What else do we know? 
<laughs> Sorry. It was aliens. That was it, was, it was all ancient aliens. Hey, Trevor. My son says, turn on the Xbox, Daddy. Oh, dude, what are we playing? I have. I think he wants me to play Elmo, but... Hey, <laughs> don't tell him. Why would you do that to the child? <laughs> okay, so, enough of all this nonsense. What's going to happen is, you get a guild pack, still, at the Dragon's Maze pre-release. How does that work, you say? Well, I'll tell you. You get your... I'm guessing you get five packs, four, four Dragon's... Wait... It has four Dragon's Maze okay. boosters. One, um, uh, 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 a Gate Crash booster. Well, okay. All right. It has four Dragon's Maze boosters. It has a guild booster of whatever guild you picked, and that might be from Gate Crash or, um, Return of Ravnica, depending on the guild you picked. And then it has another guild pack from some secret fancy Ally guild for you to play. That, that shares at least one color with yeah. one, yeah. Probably exactly one color <laughs> with yeah. the main one. <laughs> so each each guild has a secret ally, and I don't know how they're going to figure that out, but whatever. It, from the it, from the description, it sounds like it's it's a uh, randomized. Yeah, and it'll always be from the other from the other set. So let's say if you pick Azorius as yours. Azorius was in Return to Ravnica, so its secret ally will be from uh, Gate Crash. Yeah, and it will have either white or blue from Gate Crash. That means it's either um, Orzov or Demir or Boros or Simic. <laughs> so it'll be one of the other four. Huh. <laughs> or four that does narrow it down a little bit, except for the part where it doesn't. <laughs> so it won't be gruel. So it won't be gruel. Right not, even, not a little bit. No. <laughs> Don't get your hopes up. Yeah, but let's see here. It says the guild packs will be the same as they were the first time, but they won't have uh, the, the pre-release card, and it won't have the spend-down life counter or the sticker or the uh, guild letter. It won't have any of that nonsense. Everyone gets the same pre-release card, and you can't play with it. So we're backing it up a little bit here. So whatever the pre-release card is, that's what everyone gets, and don't put it in your deck or you'll get yelled at. Trust us on this. You'll get yelled at. The judge will come over and punch you in the eye if your judge is Brian Prillman. <laughs> or Chris Lansdell. Or he'll just think you're stupid. Well, he, <laughs> Brian Prillman already thinks you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. So that that's what's going on at the pre-release. There's also a maze. Oh, look, I read that actually is the first sentence. There's also a maze. That's funny. Wow. Uh, it says players will work collectively to advance their chosen guild through the implicit maze each round. This sounds a lot like a uh, Hell Vault thing. I'm per, I'm 99.9% positive, and the rest of me is also positive, that it's it's a Hell Vault sort of thing. <laughs> the, the, so all of you, basically. <laughs> well, it's, mostly. There are prizes for each guild that gets all the way through the maze, and special prizes for the first guild that does it, so that's different. And when the maze is completed, all participating players will get a foil basic land promo card, which, okay. I somehow missed that the first time I read this. Did you, did, have you mentioned that everybody gets the same promo card for the pre-release, but you cannot, you did say that. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm paying attention. I don't think you are. <laughs> And premium locations will get a special maze full of foil promo dual lands. No, they won't. 
<laughs> don't, don't, man, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. You're gonna start the hate. Yes. I, I should, I should. Random promo. Uh, uh, random stores will get just sacks full of hundred dollar bills to give out. <laughs> <laughs> And there will be women in bikinis, and they'll be holding up signs with your guild on it, and they'll be yeah. like, hey, come on over here. Yes, and for every round you win, you get oral. Never mind. So, <laughs> amazingly enough. Oral what? Oral what? Oral, um, oral hygiene. Oral Hershizer, oh. the, the former Major League <laughs> Baseball player. Duh. I like Derek's answer better. I like Dirk, yeah, you will get floss. <laughs> but it will be flavored for your guild, so whatever you do, for God's sake, don't pick Rakdos. <laughs> that guild-flavored floss is not good. No. <laughs> but would, would you be able to taste the Demir? I think you'd only, you'd think you had a taste. <laughs> you'd be wrong. Yeah, you'd this... have a sneaking suspicion that you had tasted something, maybe. <laughs> and no one would believe you when you told them. No, especially if you talk to the police later. Uh, but amazingly enough, all of that big news about the pre-release is not even the big news. The big news is completely ridiculous. So, you know how ever since I don't even remember when they started, uh, booster packs all have a basic land in them, right? Uh-huh. Right. Oh, yeah. Man, I can't believe we haven't talked about this yet. I know! So when when did they start that anyway? They started when they stopped printing um, tournament packs, so I guess that means the first... Set to do it was. Would that have been Zendikar? Let's see. Mirrodin had. Uh, Shards was the last one to have tournament packs, right? Oh, really? Wasn't it? I don't remember. I mean, I have some boxes that are clearly tournament packs from Shards. Oh, there you Shards go. Then. Probably is then, yeah. Okay, so it's probably Zendikar. There we go. Somebody look that up and email us. Which send us an email if we're stupid and don't feel like doing our own research because that's what crowdsourcing is for. It <laughs> makes sense. It makes sense to have started it with Zendikar because they had the the land awesome thing. lands. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But anyway, so they've always ever since they started it's been basically maybe it actually started with that summer's core set. I'm sorry, keep going. It really feels like it's been longer than that, but maybe that's just because I have so many freaking basic land. I have no idea. <laughs> but uh, Dragon's Maze is going to break that. We will no longer get basic lands in the boosters in Dragon's Maze. But what could, be, what could be better than a basic land? A tip I, card! Yeah, no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, since this is a completely non-standard uh, issue here, what it's going to be is non-basic land. Huh? Huh? Ah. So, the uh, all ten guild gates are coming back. All ten, but they'll all have the Dragon's Maze expansion symbol, which is a little weird. And so all you'll get a non-basic land. The ten guild gates are in the set, so you might get one of those. Uh, you might open, <clears throat> you might open a um, <clears throat> a shock land. <laughs> what? Um, um, you're gonna have to repeat that for everybody. Uh, the sad thing is, again, I think most people know this by now. But if they don't, you might say that part again where you said the thing that you just did yay so you when I say non-basic land I mean I, it sounds like they mean anything in the set so the uh, the ten guild gates and the ten shock lands are all possible in your formerly basic land slot now the ten shock lands will not have dragon's maze expansion symbols they'll have either their return to Ravnica or gate crash symbol which is even weirder 
Yeah, and that means that some of the tournament rules are going to have to be uh, rewritten for how sealed product is opened and how things can be added to your pool. Because the set a card comes from is defined by um, is defined by its expansion symbol. So I mean, actually, uh, this this will be fine for for this for sealed events like this because you're opening um, stuff from the whole block, so that's fine. But for draft, they're gonna have to rewrite it for that. I mean, normally people wouldn't sit around and draft a small set, but they do sometimes. So that that might need, need to be looked at. That's yeah, true. I know that for like the official drafts, it's going to be Dragon's Maze, Gatecrash, Return to Ravnica. Mm-hmm. But lots of places do the uh, all new set stuff for the first week or two or three. Yeah. So so if the if the pools aren't made to follow the legal pools, there's a question of whether or not you can actually sanction something like that. You know, people might be able to do it, but the the TO might not be able to to sanction the game and get people Planeswalkers points for it. I don't know. Hmm. Weird. Very weird. Interesting. Interesting. Now, there's also a mythic rare land in Dragon's Maze that you also might get in your, uh, what is that thing called? In your formerly basic land slot. Hmm. I for for when I read that I really was like oh that's the first time we've ever seen that and I realized no there has been a mythic rare land before. Um, <laughs> that was crappy. Well, it was kind of a cool spoiler for the next set. Okay, that it was. Yeah, I'll give you that. It was um, the what sorry. was it? The eye. The yeah, the eye, eye of. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you know, I mean, pretty cool. Yeah. Now. This means it's it's possible to get like six rares in your in your your booster, or <laughs> or seven coils <laughs> or whatever that guy said. <laughs> the thing with the thing. Yeah, but because this doesn't have anything to do with the rarity, it is possible to get a Shockland and some other you know awesome mythic or something from Dragon's Maze in the same pack, and somebody's gonna hit the jackpot and someone and everyone's gonna hate them. I'm just saying, it's going to happen. They're going to get like a, a a foil something great, and then a rare something great, and then a freaking Shockland, and they're going to be like, woo! And I'm going to hunt them down and punch them in the eye, like I was Brian Prilliman. <laughs> Not naming names or anything, right? So send us an email if you want me to punch you in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. So that's pretty crazy, man. If If you didn't finish off your your Shuckland collection, like I haven't yet, then you can have... You, you're not done yet. There's still a chance. This is probably going to impact Guild Pact the highest because, generally speaking, I know they say that um, the sets that come out in the, in the winter are usually the ones that are drafted the least. Um, and now, if the big draw from Guild Pact... Of course, there's lots of good cards in there, and I love it. I think it's a great set, but... If you're going after the um, after the stock lands, you've got another set feeding those, so it might cut down a little bit on the demand for guild pact. I guess I don't know. I'm not I'm not one of those like analyst persons. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems weird that this is uh, a couple. Let's see. This is two blocks in a row, or two? No, twice within this block that they have dropped big news, like 
before the set is released. Uh, maybe my time frame is off. Like, okay, they announced that was in restore. Almost before the previous set became street legal. Yeah, they announced uh, Everson Restored, and then, like, 30 seconds later, they announced, Hey, look! Return to Ravnica! And everyone was like, Everson who? <laughs> and so now they're like, Hey, look! Guild Pack! Guild Crit! Yeah, what is this called? Guild Pack! God Almighty! <laughs> I live in the past! See, we don't even know. <laughs> because I don't care, because they announced this new thing that I'm interested in. What's it called? Uh, Gate Crash! There we go! They're like, hey, look, here's Gate Crash. But by the way, we're doing something crazy with the next set. Although I don't think anyone was like, Gate what? Unlike, except for me. I'm bad at this game. Someone else talk. I'm, I'm stupid. <laughs> I was just checking the specs on the inline on the rotary girder. I'm retarded. <laughs> I love Tommy Boy. So, any more thoughts on that? Because that's pretty cool. But uh, uh, It will be pretty cool. Oh, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And and I guess they they really had to do something. Um, they they probably really had to do something odd like this to make the uh, the set playable for the pre-release since since Dragon Maze is going to be a ten guild multicolor small set, and it'd just be hard to make it go without some special way of um, fixing up your pool before you start. They could have reprinted Dream Thrush. True, but... <laughs> but then there might have been a slight bit of revolt. Yeah. <laughs> Thrush taps to turn any land into a basic land type of your choice. Just in case anyone's going, what the hell is a Dream Thrush? <laughs> it's bad. It's not good. <laughs> Was it a mythic land? <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the mythic land will be a... Um, functional reprint of Dream Thrush. <laughs> you heard it here first, people. <laughs> Breaking news. Uh, that we just made up is the best kind of news. It will be the Nickel Bolas Gate. Ah. Oh. It's totally all his fault. Because it's always all his fault. He was responsible for the... Oh, he sort of was responsible for the Eldrazi. Never mind. <laughs> Whoops. See what I mean? Well, it's not like he completely stood by and let the Phyrexians take over Mirrodin, sent his agent Tezzeret to, you know, kind of make sure everything was going okay and broker deals with them. Except that was him. No, that was his twin brother, Mikkel Dolas. Oh, Mikkel Dolas, you, you scamp. He's got the goatee. <laughs> That's how you know he's the evil one. <laughs> Wow, so does that mean Nicol Bolas has been the good one all this time? I think he shaved his goatee off. We're actually the bad guys in this story. (laughs) We are, in fact, horrible people. I am the monster at the end of this book. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. What what else is in uh, the show notes? I forgot. Oh, today's, uh, let's see. And blah, 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 blah. Yeah, today's uh, Arcana on the mothership is actually really cool. Is it today's? No, this was last Friday. Good Lord. Never mind. <laughs> Look, I was so having the one a week ago. Uh, so yeah, the one a week ago today, last Friday's actually is a, a, a scan of all 10 guild letters that you got in the, the pre-release packs. And they're Someone really somewhere cool. actually did go to 10 and that frightens me, but go ahead. 
I'm sure quite a few did, actually. <laughs> but yeah, it's just really cool to see them all here. Mm-hmm. I especially love Gruels. I, I'm just saying. Yeah, uh, Gruels I, is the best one. Because I um, because I wasn't here last time, I didn't get to talk about my experience at the release tournament with Mike, but I was sitting across from him, and he got his Gruel pack, and he opened it up, and he just kind of stared at his letter, and he's like, look at this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I, and I could have sworn I had seen that art somewhere before. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. He's like, that's my letter. And I'm like, what? That's... <laughs> and then we set, a, we, we, we set some... Um, some time aside to try and decode it and yeah to see if there was a narrative to it and as far as we could tell no it's just a general summary of all the things that Borborygmus thinks you should be doing mostly (laughs) eating people dumping guys out of tents and waving guys around in the air and dumping guys out of tents into a giant snake's mouth and I I I, for a long time I thought that was a snake and riding the snake now, now, now that I've seen, help me a lot of stuff. Now that I've taken a, a closer look at Ruination Worm, I think it might be a worm. But <laughs> that was an old strong bad callback for all you folks out there. That's this is right there on the bucket. Okay. I do sorry. enjoy what looks to be like a worm that's looking back on itself to see that there's a bunch of people. Like camped out on it at the very top, yeah. except the worm has has horns. Yeah, I think that's just another Borbergmus eating people picture. <laughs> I love the way. Yeah, he's got he's got the drawing of a dude inside him on two of these. That's so great. <laughs> Hi, I'm Borbergmus. This is Steve. Uh. <laughs> Hi, Steve. Oh man, I am such a dork. But anyway, the link to that is in the show notes, too. You should go check that out if you missed it, because I missed it until today, it turns out. Whew. I'm putting that in the show notes. Bam! There it is! Okay, you guys you guys can't, can't see that, you listener people, but uh, it's there. Trust me. So now what? Hmm. Should we, should we, Paul? How long have we been going, anyway? Um, not very long. Well, okay. 43 minutes is what I have. Oh, yeah. We should probably pause a minute then. All right. Let's see. So, there's something we talked about at the beginning that made me want to pick a certain kind of music, and then I completely forgot. What did we talk about first? <laughs> talk about first. Bad at this something. Oh, the right. sky is falling yeah. down, falling meteor. down, falling down. Huh? The, we talked about the meteor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So let's see here. Nothing. Uh, asked. Oh, 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 it was a symphony of science. Hang on, hang on, I got those right here. La, 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 la. Here it is. It was something Dirk mentioned, actually, about uh, the science program. <laughs> How is your space program coming, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so with that, let's listen to The Case for Mars. By the Symphony of Science. Well, it's a Symphony of Science piece from... His name is Melody Sheep. And he is on YouTube under Melody Sheep, one word. He's also got a lot of really funny stuff, too. Yeah, he's, he's one of the guys who does the, who did the auto-tune the news things. I don't know if that series is still going. I haven't checked up on it in a while. Uh, not on his feed, but he might have it going elsewhere. Or someone else might. Okay. Okay, so this is the case for Mars, Symphony of Science. It's awesome. 
and check it out and listen, and we'll be right back. That's the hang-up button. There's the stop recording button. If you put out a call for volunteers for first crew workers, they'd be lined up coast to coast. Mars is a world of wonders. It has canyons, river valleys, and giant ice sheets. Mars is a world of wonders. It shouldn't be humans to Mars in 50 years. It should be humans to Mars in 10. And we're back. Now, real quick, because this is the sort of thing that the, the listeners would really appreciate, and I'm a big dork, what would the various guild-flavored flosses taste like? I think gruels would taste like dirt, and I think Selesnias would taste like mulch, so dirt with crap mixed in. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. Let's see. Uh, Simic would be would taste have like a slimy sort of taste to it, like a algae taste. <laughs> Puh. Yeah, <laughs> algae or seaweed that makes sense. I think the Boris would taste like um, uh, MREs. Yeah. <laughs> so it would taste like something that you only eat because it's it's issued to you. <laughs> What's MRE only stand for? Meal ready to eat. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so you said Orzo- uh, Azorius. I'll see. Azorius. Azorius would be kind of bland, wouldn't it? It would taste boring. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Orzos would taste like you're getting screwed out of something. (laughs) (laughs) It's not exactly the taste. It's how much money you're losing by buying the (laughs) flock. Now, what exactly would Simic taste like? Very seafoody? Simic would would taste like uh, algae. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if this was old Simic, it would taste like, uh, oh crap, I forgot what those things are called. Damn it. Like mushrooms? The plus one, plus one counters for graft, those were represented by, uh, cyto something? Cytoplasm? Yeah, that's what it would taste like. No, I don't know what that tastes like. Shut up. (laughs) Is it, I think, would taste like, like, Ozone, like I don't know, like you know, like like sparks, like lightning, how it's supposed yeah. to make like yeah, that when, when ozone you'd run smell. It your teeth, it would spark, and then you would. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking somehow it would be like pop rocks. You'd run it through your teeth, and you'd feel the. <laughs> I think we can all pretty much assume Golgari tastes like fungus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure uh, this don't taste rackbos. When when I think of like when I think about Rakdos, like the two, I'm, I'm being serious. The two words that come first to my mind, the ones that came up first were blood and cocaine. See what came into my mind with Rakdos was like thong and sweat. Mm. <laughs> so put them together, and what do you get? Yeah, you get the Rakdos loss totally. <laughs> you get something that you just go. Ugh. But Ugh. it'll also have a subtle hint of, like, uh, circus popcorn. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Nail> circus popcorn. <laughs> and blood and cocaine and thong sweat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's cool. I'm sure there's someone out there who would enjoy that, and they need to be under arrest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really need to seek professional help, we're just saying. They should be on my strange addiction. 
So why are these in the order they're in? Azorius, Orzov, Demir, is it? Racta. I was like, oh, it must be Alpha. No, it's not. It just starts with Azorius and goes around the wheel. Okay, and that's Does it. white and then black and then... No, because blue, black... Okay, and then blue and then red and then black and then that shares green and then that shares red and then that shares white and then that shares green. Yeah, look at you. Oh, okay, good. There's actually a color that links each one next to each other on this thing here. Anyway, so... That was fun. <laughs> Send us an email and let us know what sick bastards we are. <laughs> what do we say Boros tastes like? Uh, uh, MREs. Military options. Gotcha. Yeah. The sort of thing that you eat because someone told you to. Yeah. <laughs> because you had literally nothing else, but you needed a, something that would fit in a box. Yeah. You're in a trench somewhere. <laughs> you can either eat what the Rakdos uh, floss is made of, or just, you know, have an MRE. Mm, I know what I'm eating. That was kind of gross. So don't tell us. We don't want to know. That was pretty despicable. <laughs> so, hey, Brian. Yes. You had something for us to talk about that was not disturbing. At least I don't. I assume it's not. So what was that? I guess it depends on what direction we choose to take it. <laughs> hmm. Uh, your your topic. Okay. Well, I call this topic every day I'm cycling because you know for some reason we haven't talked about uh, the that song in a while. So every day I'm cycling. If you look at Gatecrash and Ravnica and Return to Ravnica, much like the original Ravnica block, there's lots of cycles and there's cycles in every block. That's always going to happen. But dang, there's a lot of cycles. Am I right? Am I right? Can I get a heck yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hell yeah. Great. I'm. I'm glad to. Right. I'm glad to see that. Yes, we are all together in this. There are lots of cycles. And I used to what have a if, huffy. What? I used to have a huffy. You used to have a huffy. Oh, oh. Okay. It was a bicycle. Schwinn rider. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um. What if there were more? What if there were more cycles? What if um, some of the cards that we loved or hated the most were were cycles? Uh, and I kind of left that question pretty open-ended to everybody. I'm curious to see what people came up with. But since it was mine, I wrote down some that were kind of serious. Like, you know, hey, I'd really like to see more of this. And I wrote down some that were completely nonsensical and all sorts of things in between but I want to see a cycle of cards based on totally lost because I want to see like totally found uh, totally inappropriate you know and they totally can all wasted. Have, totally wasted and they can all have that little guy on them um, if we if we want so What's I just the name food yeah Oh, 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 real quick, Jars, our old buddy Jars, has a uh, a, a Tumblr that's called Ask. <laughs> that's the only way I can pronounce his name is <laughs> And I'm trying to get back to the freaking chat so I could, it's, it's ask.tumblr.com, <laughs> and is spelled F-B-L-T-H-P, so it's askfblthp.tumblr.com, and it's pretty cute. 
You can go ask any kind of question, and we'll answer for you. Cool. What was his name again? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Can't do that too many times. But what's uh, what? Somebody else give me a suggestion. Other than you, Damn somebody it. else give me a suggestion. Uh, either either crazy or serious or whatever. Uh, when I saw when I saw homing lightning in Gate Crash, of course I thought of the echoing blank spells back from my, uh, with Dark Steel. You need to get out of my head. <laughs> and I was and and I was just thinking, you know, what what would more um same name effect cards look like in in these blocks any other colors yeah I kind of almost envisioned myself another echoing cycle but kind of like a stronger more expensive echoing cycle because all the echoing yeah. spells cost what one and, and a and a color yeah mm-hmm. so so whereas homing lightning lightning is two and two red is homing lightning an instant or a sorcery homing lightning is an instant uh, it's really good. One. Okay, so so what idea? It is an instant, have, yeah. Okay. Do, do you have any specific thoughts about that, or are you just throwing it out there? Um, I was just throwing it out there, and and your comments started to give a little more form to my thoughts about it. Bigger, more powerful, um, echoing effects rather than what mm-hmm. we had seen before. Yeah. So if if black was a minus minus, it would um, it would be even bigger, or it would just outright kill the creature. Wow. Kill you know, like target eradicate. Each hey, they they could have they could have um, reprinted uh, eradicate. As hey, part of exile. Yeah. Well, no way. That does something completely different. That lobotomizes. I'm stupid. Oh, uh, you're stupid. Yeah. Homing eradication. Dude, they could make it really o- overpowered, and instead of echoing truth, there could be echoing totally lost, and it'll put target creature and all the guys with the same name on top of the library. But since it's well, better for tokens, that'd be kind of stupid. So never yeah, mind. I would. <laughs> I would say that that's not completely broken or anything because the most practical use is tokens. But yeah, I mean, imagine you're that one guy that got out like a biovisionary, and then a clone, like an actual clone. Of the biovisionary and maybe like an evil twin, and you're like, <laughs> I got this. Oh, Homing, totally lost. They're all on top of your deck. That'd be like the best way to stop that person from winning. All right, go to the end step. Oh, I got a response. <laughs> bloop. That's not a bloop. That's like a crash. <laughs> System restart. <laughs> yeah, that's a blue screen of death. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do you got chewing? Uh, I really want to see uh, a cycle of uh, auras based on madcap skills. Like, hmm. have madcap skills, and then have, uh, let's see, I had, oh, I had something good too. <laughs> Weak ass skills. We <laughs> fireballs to the wall. <laughs> 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 Maybe not. Wait, no, the red one's already taken. Damn, was something like that. So, like, you know, snowballs to the wall. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Snowballs to the wall. That is a card I can get behind. <laughs> just, just have uh, instead of you know mad skills, have some sort of phrase like that with an extra word thrown in, so it's not completely stupid. That does something massively overpowered for two mana because mad cap skills is not quite fair. Epic failure. <laughs> I think I may have underestimated how good mad cap skills really is. It's pretty mm- stupid. Yeah. Matt, no, not no, not epic failure. It have to be like. Epic test failure or something. Oh, okay. (laughs) 
You gotta throw that other word in there. Right. I don't know what any of them would do other than be 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 rancor but better or some stupid non- nonsense like that. Social awkward mutant penguin. <laughs> <laughs> that's that a bit of a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> I got a mutant. <laughs> Bye-bye, the chewy. What you got, Derek? Um, mine's not definitely not as good as your uh, yeah. what you guys come up with, but um <clears throat> like a, a cycle, like the one thing that we always see cycles of are creatures with all kinds of all this blah, 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 and all that. Sure, like but the, one uh, the, and, and artifacts, but there's really not any cycles of, of enchantments that like have, think... like per color or even with hybrids, like something that would be considered a cycle of enchantments. Yeah, I, I could be that... wrong in this, but you they have, like... what? I, th- I think like... they're, <laughs> <laughs> might go. Where does it go? go? <laughs> um, I think I, I know there's the cycle of enchant land auras, but Dirk, I think you're getting more at a fact of an, at a cycle of enchantments. How do I say this? Like more of a, a hard cycle, a cycle of things that do similar things rather than just being, yeah. oh, well, these are enchant land yeah. auras. Mm-hmm. So that and that's one of the things that I'm like I'm I've been sitting here like, what would I see a cycle of? And I really am drawing a blank. Like, you know Dirk has that Honda fetish, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, this is where Dirk is going to go with this. But it, like, is, is there any... Something, I, I can't think of anything that would... I could think of something being a cycle. Well, like, is is there any... So you're, so you're saying you can't think of any um, enchantment already in uh, Gatecrash or Return of Ravnica that's just sitting there by itself that you think could have been... Oh, okay, good to be chill. No. Oh. Hmm. All right, well, come back to me and I'll see if I can think of something. Well, how about here, here, since it's um, (laughs) coming back to me anyway, um, I'm going to help you out a little bit. There's the uh, enchantment, the aura, Way of the Thief, that makes a guy unblockable, right? Well, and we're also in the city theme where we've seen, you know, debtor's pulpit and and those sorts of things. Well, what if we kind of did something like that? And it's like way of the merchant, and he can sell you things, or way of that jerk, that way of the landlord that's you know always taxing you and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was thinking of another one to go with it, after way of the thief, I thought of you know way of the cleric, and then I figured the rest of the cycle could be filled out by the rest of the members of a stereotypical adventuring party: way of the fighter, way of the wizard. Way of the that other guy. Did you say way of the fighter? Yes. Sword nunchucks forever. <laughs> totally want some sword nunchucks. Oh, I really need to go read those. Bad at this game. Yeah. Um. The the cycle that didn't get finished in Gate Crash that I know. A lot of people were expecting after seeing it in Ravnica was filling out the rest of the cycle of the uncounterable guild spells, the two mm-hmm. color uncountable spells. Wait, they didn't that, finish that, really? No, they didn't. What no, the hell, that, dude? It, it was only specifically for Return to Ravnica. Oh, yeah. okay. They didn't pick it up again in Gate Crash. So they didn't partially do it. They just stopped it because it was Return to Ravnica only. Okay. Yeah. They, they they wanted a cycle of, of uncountable spells, and since it was Return to Ravnica, they decided to put one in every guild, but they didn't plan on doing it again for Gatecrash. 
And that's probably good because having a full 10 unique, uncountable spells that any deck could be playing would get a little frustrating sometimes, I'm sure. That would go in like your five color deck. Yeah. Every <laughs> single one of them. <laughs> yes, keep playing uncountable spells all day. Just, nope. <laughs> this was a fun game. What do you guys think? <laughs> I hate you, Mike. All right. <laughs> What do you think some of the ones for the other guilds might look like? Hmm. Okay, so let's let's run through the original. There was Supreme Verdict. That's a wrath. It's uncounterable. Uh-huh. That's the only one I can remember. Abrupt Decay. Abrupt is... Decay, which is a... Uh, what does that kill? Mana cost? Pulse. What does that kill? Mana cost three or less. Three or less, okay. So it's it's kind of like a, a smother that can hit things other than creatures. Okay. Um, yeah, I still can't think of any more. Uh, count um, over... That counterspell, that is it counterspell. The overloading counterspell. What's it called? Counterflux. Counterflux. So was a that, counterspell. Was that the only one they had? We have Wrath Removal Counterspell, huh? Was that the only one they had? That was the only on counter mole. Okay. What's, so we had Wrath Removal Counterspell Slaughter Games and Counter Mole at the bottom. Slaughter Games, right, okay. What are we missing? Azorius, no. Gracdos, no. Missing Nickel. No. Uh, All right, right, What's missing? What is missing? Bad at this game. Hang on, I still got guild letters open. Da, 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 da. Uh, Selesnia, it, duh. Selesnia, oh, that's the um, Lockdown Smiter. Oh, big dude. Okay. So big, big dude. And what was the other one? Or was that five? That's five. We finally got the five. Oh, lobotomize. Right, right, right. Okay. Lobotomize. <clears throat> so we have rats so. removal, counterspell, lobotomize, big dude. Hmm, okay. I mean, the Demir one would be Mill, of course. Mm-hmm. Would it be like an uncounterable traumatize or something? That'd be interesting. Yeah. I mean, it would have to be something big to make that worth yeah, not being something, counterable. Something mm-hmm. um, Simic would I, be to throw plus one, plus one counters on all your creatures, and then to, was it Cascade it? <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, it, it'd be some kind of, I think it would be some kind of pumped pump spell. The Simic version would be some kind of pump spell, whether it's... And it would probably be plus and plus one counters rather than temporary. Yeah, it would probably have to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know whether Gruul or Boros would have the direct damage version. Uh, hmm. Which one do you think would have the direct Boros damage? Boros would probably be tokens. Maybe. It would be like a crap load of... Uh, it would either be a crap load of uh, like the 1-1 soldiers... Mm-hmm. Or it would be some sort of like universal pump that wasn't permanent, or maybe like, some hasty elementals or something. Or some, it would be some. I think it would be something military themed mm-hmm. rather than direct damage. It would be it would be dude related. So I th- yeah. I guess that means the gruel one would be would have the direct damage. Spell. Would have the direct damage of some sort. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Maybe here we go. Here we go. So maybe a hurricane or something. An uncountable so, hurricane. So Boros has. Uh, either the bunch of dudes, and that means Gruul has a direct damage. No, no, no. Either Boros has. Okay, here we here we go. If if Gruul is the 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 pump or the the combat trick that's uncounterable, you know, the big one that pumps everybody or something, well, then no, not permanently. Something something combat related. Oh, for, okay. I think the Simic one would probably be a sorcery. <clears throat> okay. But I can see the Gruul one being a big. You know, ah, something combat related, either a double strike or something stupid like that. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then Boros has the direct damage. 
Okay. If Boros has the dude-related one, like either tokens or the the pump or something, then that means uh, uh, Gruel has the direct damage. But I can see it going either way depending on how they want to flavor it. Right, right. I can see it potentially them both getting it, but reduced versions of it. <clears throat> so like Boros would get put five guys on the battlefield and deal three damage to a player or something like that. Uh. That's a little too fragmented. All the others so far were are, are very that. specific in what they do. One thing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, with the uncounterable on there, you can't get too fancy, or else it's not fair. Because <laughs> it's already not fair. Yeah. <laughs> get some dude, deal some damage, do a dance, draw some cards. <laughs> Slam a door, high fives all around. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I've I figured out the the cycle for me. Okay. Oh, back it up. What is? Yeah. It? Just for a sec. Uh, the and I know this is was specific for Simic, but finish the cycle of the each creature you control with plus one plus one counters gets something. Ooh. The Sapphire Dragon gives him flying. The Rhino gives him trample, and then to have a red one which gives them haste. Yeah. Uh, white would give them vigilance, mm-hmm. and was I missing? Black. 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 Maybe intimidate. Intimidate. Ooh. Either intimidate or death touch. Death touch. Maybe um, not death touch. Maybe not. Or uh, what's the other thing? Uh, like a regeneration clause or something. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, that would be because it does have evolve on it. Then you would remove a counter to regenerate the creature. Hmm. Oh, I was thinking just like black creatures with a plus one plus one counter you control gain, pay a black regenerate, like a bunch of stuff they've done in the past. Yeah. But Dirk's idea is very, very interesting. Because that would also mean that you'd have to be careful with what you attack with, because if you did <laughs> Well no, because if you if you remove it to regenerate it even though it no longer has the counter you put the regeneration shield on in the first place. Right, mm-hmm. right. Okay. Yeah. You just couldn't do it again until it got another counter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it got a little smaller, so it'd be easy to recharge if it's an evolved <laughs> time. Um, that way it plays into the evolve theme as well, so. I have a cycle that's kind of like eh. Uh, everybody everybody <laughs> loves it. Everybody <laughs> loves the aura primal visitation, right? I don't know, which one's that? It's it's terrible. It's the plus three, plus three, and haste for five mana. What the hell color is that? It's red and green. I don't know this. Hang on. The reason you don't know it is because no one likes it. It costs five, and it grants haste. So I was trying to think of... (laughs) So for six mana, you can have a four-four with haste if you've got a Llanowar Elf. So I uh, I was trying to think of what other cycle of useless enchantments I could get, and I came up with uh, one that gives first strike and double strike, um, one that gives vigilance <laughs> and defender, <laughs> and one that gives a creature flying and unblockability. So <laughs> I didn't know if you guys had any other thoughts about. When I was writing my notes, I actually saw that, and I was like, well, maybe a cycle of 
awful enchant creature art, but I decided not to say anything about it, so, but I'm glad you went there. <laughs> oh, I had to. First strike and double strike dads. Awesome! <laughs> but then on the on the more serious side, I saw the Slate Street Ruffian and the Rust Scarab, which are the black and green cards that say, when this card gets blocked, do something. And the black one is when it gets blocked. You know, target, the, the, block, the defending player has to discard a card. And the Rust mm-hmm. Scarab is when it's blocked. You Is it naturalized or is it just... Naturalized. So, yeah. And I was like... Okay, it's kind of interesting that they're in black and green, which are aggressive colors. There's not one in red unless I missed it. So what about everything else? So what would those other colors look like? I mean, red has had lots of those. When this becomes blocked, it pokes the thing that blocked it. It's like super first strike. Yeah. But I think or it's, or it's power and toughness change or something like that. But this yeah. is more this is more almost like not even dealing necessarily with the creature, but almost dealing with the player. Yeah, which is what I was about to say. This one with and these are more expensive, right? What color what, what was the black one again? The black one, the Rust Street Ruff uh the, the no. Ruffian cost three. Okay. Yeah, he's, okay. He's, he's a great the other one costs five. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you could have it maybe shock something when it becomes blocked? That would that'd be. be cool. It would have to cost. They would have to cost like five, but that's still pretty yeah. good. If I'm it was, trying of, I'm trying to think of what else red does, and it's not like you can say when this creature becomes blocked, target creature can't block this turn. Uh, you know. I guess you could give it like a, like make it a two power dude, and say when it becomes blocked, they could blow up a land and make it what? cost like six. What if he? What if it was a relentless assault dude? Oh, if he becomes blocked, you untap your dudes. Holy crap! Untap. Well, untap him, untap That's, him, oh. and you get an additional. Wow. Well, I get, is that broken? It's not broken because eventually they're not going to block it, right? So, or eventually he'll soak up lethal damage. That yeah, is but, interesting. That's weird. You'd have to. It'd have to be like cost six for like a three three or something. So yeah. Okay. What about a white thing? White doesn't usually. White, whites is more like, hey, when you block this thing, gain some life or something, or do something beneficial. But it should it could, do something uh, like law related, or or I say it could symmetric. well not necessarily detain a creature in this set, but it could like blink a creature or oh, that's cool, or uh, not blink it, but blink it out till end of turn or something like that. Yeah. So when when this hmm. creature becomes blocked, um, target creature that player controls other. Wow, yeah, but that 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 would be crazy. Put some trample on it, and then it could just like stick a rancor on it, and you just blink out the blocker every time. But, but again, you know that's combo-rific. If you manage to pull it off, even better. Uh, if you if all you ever do is block is uh, blink the blocker without without having any form of trample, then you're just giving them a blocker every turn. So, huh, interesting. And what about blue? You might want to make it blink him until your next turn, sort of like the way Detain is worded, mm. so that it's not just silly. I don't know. What would Blue do? Probably mill. Or um, keep the blocking creature tapped. When this creature becomes blocked, like that. Uh, tap that creature. It doesn't untap during its controller's next untap step. Mm-hmm. Or maybe maybe even tap target creature, since, like you said, it's not really dealing with that creature specifically in the cycle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for a second there, I I was like, when this creature becomes blocked, defending player skips his or her next untap step, and I'm like, 
Too much. Too much. Back yeah, it up. Let's not, let's not do that one. <laughs> Although the thing is with all these things is you see them coming. You're, you're voluntarily like dealing with it. And I realize with, with most things, you know, that's the only way you're going to get rid of that creature. But still, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a bad person. So. <laughs> <laughs> I also put down as a potential cycle Bane Alley Broker, question mark. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Which one's that? The, that's, that's the really weird one. That yeah, the, that's that's that weird loot the lady. Flipping the, the, one? The, the mere colored loot lady. The she loot costs lady. Um, one blue black for a zero three human rogue. Tap, draw a card, then exile a card from her hand face down. You can look at those cards, and her other ability is um, pay a black and blue and tap, return a card exiled with Bandley Broker to its owner's hand. As a side note, I'm just going to mention this because uh, Mike mentioned that it was a human rogue. I didn't realize how many rogues were in this set until I was playing with the can only be blocked by rogues guy. And I'm like, wow, this is not unblockable a lot. Like, a lot. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Huh. But, no, but, but yeah, I, I think it was just the fact I wrote it down because I think it's just such a strange, weird card. That I was like, what would a cycle of this do? I don't know. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm waiting for the set when the actual theme, the the thing that they play off of, is using things that are in that are exiled because that's an actual place now. You know, it's not just removed from the game. So I'm waiting for the set where they've got like a creature that says, you know, gets plus one plus one for each exiled card your opponents have. Mm-hmm. Wow, that makes O-Ring even better. Like, O-Ring isn't freaking good enough. Get rid of that. What is it? I don't care. Get rid of it. Because that's something white can do. <laughs> hmm. I had oh, to yeah. do something, but I don't remember what it was now. Hang oh, on. All right. Um, <clears throat> from Gatecrash, there's Cracked Perimeter. Or Cracking Perimeter. Crackling. Crackling. Your, your face <laughs> has a perimeter. So uh, you tap an untapped gate you control to deal one damage to each opponent. A cycle of enchantments that when you tap the gate, something happens. Because in each one, there's, there is a creature that something happens in reference to the gate. But there's nothing that actually... There's not a lot that makes the gates useful past that other than, you know, for whatever reason... But maybe do something with the gates. So the gates have more versatility, such as this. Yeah, because of how different everything is that cares about gates, it's really hard to think of them all next to each other and pick out whether there could even be a cycle. Let's see. So yeah, Dirk's right. If there was something that unified them a bit more, that that would help. Yeah, well. Well, the red one deals damage to everyone. Let's see. You think the blue one could, like, everyone mills one card? That's Even that might seem a little bit much, but then compared to one damage, it, it doesn't seem that much. Yeah, that's that, that's probably fine. Hmm. That's all I got. I don't know what the other colors would do. Let's see. Like, would the white one say, tap a gate to gain a life? That seems kind of crappy. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, that wouldn't be a bad one. Maybe gain two life. That'd be yeah. a little too good. You think maybe gain one and a half life because one just does one seems like meh meh. <laughs> it 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 would it would get no one would get annoying. Like did you ever play um limited events where 
uh, pristine talisman running around. <laughs> Good point. Okay. That got that got him knocked. Yeah, yeah, you got me. Okay, so yeah, white would could be tapped to gain a life. Um, the the green one would tap to add uh, would be like a, a fertile ground. It would just you tap and you add one mana to a certain number of lands, maybe. Or are you saying what? Uh, the, well, saying? the gate, the gate would be would uh, tap to produce an extra mana. Yeah, maybe. Oh, okay. So make it make it a um, a little not heartbeat a, a heartbeat gate. for for just gates. That's pretty cool, isn't there? Something there's not something that does that already, is there? What? What? Hmm? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think there's a heartbeat type effect in Ravnica block yet. I mean, return to Ravnica block. I don't think there is. Hmm. I agree with everybody else. <laughs> what do we miss? We miss black. What the black. Hell black do? We always miss black in this. We're racist. Yeah. Um, Losing life too close to the perimeter. So let's think. Discard a card is too powerful. Oh God. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Because what we've come up with is sort of it goes around and does. Maybe the black one would be mill, and we need to think of something else for blue. I don't know. Like blue would allow would have everyone draw a card. Who? <laughs> that would that would be the rare card in the cycle. <laughs> <laughs> it costs like four. I mean, it it could be done. Ouch. Yeah. No, I'm. That's what up. I came up with. <laughs> I'm coming up short. While we're on gates, we could always make a cycle out of hold the gates. Yeah, where all your creatures get um, some sort of tiny bonus. Yeah. So hold yeah, the gates is the one that gives creatures plus O plus one uh, for each gate you control and vigilance, and that could be easily tinkered with for uh, the other colors. Yeah. Oh, the gateway shade. That's what I was thinking of because it essentially makes the gate produce twice as much mana. Hmm. Yeah. I knew there was something that did something with doubling mana, but it was it wasn't exactly. It was the gateway shade which faked doubling mana. <laughs> so I just discovered something. Oh. Garrick's younger brother is on towering thunderfist. <laughs> it's the hat. <laughs> it's, it's the hat. The hat so it makes is. it. Towering thunderfist. Scroll, scroll. Ah. Dirk, aren't you wearing Garrick's mask on uh, the 360? Oh, yeah. So are you like his little cousin or something? <laughs> I would be the skinny cousin, yes, yeah, in okay. reference to Garrick and all of his relatives. I'm like the the black sheep of the family. <laughs> he wears the helmet, but by golly, if he doesn't have a whole lot of muscles. <laughs> or something. <laughs> Go work out, boy. <laughs> okay, I got one. This one, this one I'm, I'm actually kind of proud of. So you know how the glaring spotlight uh, negates hexproof and then uh, uh, gives your guys hexproof and unblockability? Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if there was one of those for each quote-unquote color? Like a uh, – it would be hard to make it as flavorfully awesome as the glaring spotlight, but something that – like a uh, – something that takes away all of your opponent's trample, but you can sack it to give your guys trample. Hmm. And uh, like an overrun or something, or uh, a giant vacuum that stops all of your opponent's creatures from having flying, but you can hit reverse and give all your guys flying and some sort of bonus. 
that one I think would be easier to implement. And when, yeah, the, the trample trample one sounds kind of dumb because the front end is so bad. All your opponent stuff loses trample. That's really narrow. Your face is dumb. <laughs> I like the giant vacuum though. Giant vacuum's pretty cool. Yeah. It's kind of like a giant fan. But yeah. it Except not sucks. a power conduit. <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, mm. I couldn't think of any others that would go there, but uh I mean Or something that makes thing. your your opponent stuff come in tapped and you can sacrifice it to give all your to untap your stuff and give your things haste. Or something. Yeah, un- or untap them and give them vigilance, maybe something like that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like it. Uh, something I started thinking of, I yeah. couldn't come up with um, a full cycle list of the one mana examples for each guild mechanic. Like, uh, we have Boros Elite and. Um, Slitherhead. Experiment and, 1. And, uh, Experiment 1. And, um, uh, the, the, oh, Bluster Squall. Bluster Squall costs 1, right? Yeah. I think so. Um, Thrall, yeah, uh, the, the, um, Parasite Thrall. Parasite Thrall. He's good. He's got it. And then, I kind of run out. What colors? Like, like I know it would be, um, it would just be way too powerful to have a one-mana populate effect. Yeah. That just wouldn't work out. So that one, the reason that one didn't show up is because it couldn't be printed. Um, Unless it, it hurt you somehow. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Lose half your life, populate. <laughs> <laughs> this is great! <laughs> um, uh, there's no one-mana cipher spell. Probably because that would just be way too obnoxious. The spell would have to be so inconsequential it wouldn't even be worth playing. That and, like, you wouldn't be able to play it till like, turn two or three anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's no one-mana detain effect. Which I think would be doable. Yeah. Like, if that's all the spell did. Yeah, one-mana detain. Hey, detain that guy to the little next turn. Ha! Yeah, it would have to come in and have to be like a zero one, because if it was anything for one mana with that ability, it, be... it, it couldn't be a big creature. Yeah, I don't even think it needs to be a creature though, does it? Well, the one that says detain that thing, draw a card, costs a blue and one, so oh, you okay. can't get nothing for just for just one mana. There has to be something going along, so maybe a very tiny creature, like Dirk said. I don't know, like detain a dude isn't nothing. Like, there's well, no, but, that guy for one mana. It's, it's but better. But I'm saying, because, the, because, you know, detain a dude, draw a card, the draw mm. card is just costing you one colorless mana, that means detain a dude isn't actually worth one whole mana. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying now. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to be realistic here. I'm just talking. <laughs> Discard your hand, populate. Huh? Huh? Oh. Shutting up. <laughs> So what are we missing? Okay, we got oh, Rectus Cackler. We missed the Cackler. He, he's a card that exists. He's the mm-hmm. <laughs> Um I hate you so much. Let's see. Is what, that every? What would a one mana cipher spell do? Maybe you get to. Oh, there you go. Tap a dude. <laughs> 
No. Not, not no. leave him tapped. Just tap a dude. <laughs> That'd be dumb. Maybe you get to look at. Maybe you get to look at your opponent's hand. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, that fits yeah. in with the, the flavor of the the guild anyway. Mm-hmm. There is a one mana. Uh, well, there's a blood rush for one mana, right? Yeah, the plus three plus two guy. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that counts. Yeah. There's there's another one. The red one. He gives plus two plus one. The goblin guy. Really? Huh. Yeah. Forgot all about it. Two one goblin guy. Skin brand goblin. Here he is. So wait, they. Oh, because it's red. Okay. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Yeah, one is green, one is red. That's why the green one's bigger. <laughs> you see, first I herped, and then I derped. <laughs> I, th- I think a one mana, I think a blood rush guy who only cost one mana might actually have a blood rush of zero, and I think that would just be a little too tricky and weird to be printable. Because then they'd ban it in uh, Pauper. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, crap, wrong button. Hang on, wait, wait. I thought I had something else and then I forgot. Hang on, it was down here in Artifact somewhere while I was looking at the spotlight. I was like, ooh. Okay, I have no idea how to do this, but what if there was a cycle of cards that were something, maybe, uh, mechanically similar somehow to Illusionist Bracers? I didn't put any more thought into this because when I tried to, I started bleeding out of my ear. Hmm. <laughs> I guess, hmm. See what I mean? Right out of my ear. Yeah, that's weird. I Okay, so this is the one that doubles, this is the one that copies activated abilities. Yeah. You can have another one that copies triggered abilities somehow. You could have an artifact that sits by itself and copy of spells like like Marari or, or whatever. Ooh, there could, could be one, one that makes... You could have one that does copy mana abilities, huh? That seems kind of narrow. No. Uh, no are you talking not. about just um, strictly equipment? Well, not necessarily, no. I'm just... Because one that copies mana abilities would just be an artifact, you know, heartbeat. And that's fine. Yeah, okay. Um, there could be one that makes token copies of creatures... Maybe just temporarily, kind of like a minion reflector did. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, there's there's room there. Yeah. Yeah. Brian, walk off. No, I'm right here. I'm oh, just okay. thinking. I'm, I'm, I'm letting everybody else talk. I know it's kind of unusual. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I know. So, you know how the armored transport is the battalion buddy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if there was a cycle of dudes that helped out all of the uh, the various keywords that was just a gimpy little uh, artifact creature? Like, yeah. like I tried to start thinking about that, but I didn't get anywhere with it. Like, like <laughs> something to help evolve would be like a 1-6 for 2 mana, or an 0-6 for 2 mana or something. Yeah. Or, yeah. let's see, what would help Cypher? Like a 1-1 a one, one with flying, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, a little 1-1 one, on... Um, yeah, it would need to be a... Uh, uh, it would need to be a one-one with that's what's, that was unblockable. Yeah, there we go. So what are we missing? We got battalion. We've got cipher. We got evolve. Uh, extort. Extort. Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know about an extort buddy. I think the extort buddy would just have to have extort. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or he would make mana. I don't know. Or maybe. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, maybe he would make. Okay, hang on. He would uh, 
So what are the keys to extort? You need the the one extra mana whenever you cast a spell. Yeah, you need you need a spell and you need one mana. So maybe he could make one mana whenever you cast a spell that could oh no, that's silly. Uh <laughs> That's a little crazy. Yeah, there there's definitely something there. <laughs> he would stop being the extort buddy and quickly become the storm buddy bandit legacy. Well it would you could only use it to play triggered abilities things. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you can only use this mana to pay the optional costs of triggered abilities. <laughs> yes. So long as they're named extort. <laughs> but, I mean, they've done stupid stuff like that before. You can only use, you know, you uh, whenever you cycle a card. What? Or whenever yeah. you uh, uh, pay a multi-kicker or some nonsense like that. So they could do a, a dude that says whenever you extort someone. Bleh. It would be stupid, and actually, that might be error. It might be really good. It depends on what, what they do with it. <laughs> what are we missing? Blood rush. Ooh, ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh. Mm. Mm. Ooh, maybe just need to come in as a vanilla creature. Maybe whenever you discard a card, he would get bigger. Hey, there you go. Ooh. Ha! We have made buddies. <laughs> the buddy <laughs> cycle. <laughs> Except for the hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Every time I played my uh, armor transport at the pre-release, I would poke at him and look at my opponent with a big stupid grin and go, Battalion buddy, huh? <laughs> they were like, oh, I hate that guy. He's awesome. He really is. <laughs> there there were some games at the at the Gatecrash pre-release where um, I, I had out the Angelic Skirmisher and for what and I couldn't make a, a good group attack even with her help. So I would just say lifelink and attack with armor transport and gain two life. <laughs> <laughs> Go. <laughs> and there's your opponents. Uh. <laughs> Lock. Uh. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. So what else we got? Anybody? Bueller? I'm kind of out. Yeah, I had um, corpse blockade, question mark, other blockades. <laughs> like a security blockade or something, I guess. One that's not made out of dead bodies. What fun is that? It's when the corpse a sack a creature to give, oh, to give it death touch. Yeah. Uh. Um, after seeing uh, agoraphobia, I wondered about maybe a cycle of, uh, a full cycle of, um, Self-bouncing creature auras. Ooh, and which they we've, can all be named for in other sets. Huh? Oh yeah, and each of them could be named for a fear. Yeah, that's a good idea, Chewie. Hmm. So the black one could be uh, necrophobia, be fear of death, and it would do something s- scary, and then yeah. bounce back to your hand. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, <laughs> Well, the the black one to go with that, it would have to essentially tap it down, so that it couldn't attack and potentially be killed. Can't block or attack. Hmm. Let's see. Black, black actually used to have a small handful of effects like that way back in the day. So what? Yeah, no, that's more now like a blue ability, but mm, blue and white now. But to keep it in in flavor. So what would arachnophobia do? <laughs> um, Other than have a picture of me on it. 
<laughs> oh, and by the way, just in case uh, Calvin or Captain Red Zone or Brian Perlman are listening, screw you guys. They keep posting terrifying things to my Facebook page and tagging me. I've oh, seen a couple mm-hmm. of them. I'm like, I hate you people. And they're like, that's really funny. They're pretty messed up. Like the reign of spiders was not cool. Not cool. Never going to Brazil. I really wanted to go to Brazil because everybody is beautiful in Brazil. But no, I'm not going now. Thanks. I'm trying to think of good phobias. I'm not I'm not real up on phobias. Um beautiful people of phobia? Well, See, which color would that be? <laughs> Maybe that would be the black one. Is that racist? <laughs> because No, the, the the xenophobia would be the white one. Oh, totally. I'm pretty sure most of the things we say are racist. You could you could just make arachnophobia and use the art from terrifying presence for green. <laughs> or uh, what is it? Spider spawning? Oh yeah, that's great art. Let's use that. So I'm gonna kick Brian off the call now. But <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I can't think of any good phobias that would and like not pho- like phobias that would actually make good. Flavor text ooh, ooh. stuff like this. I got one. Acrophobia. Target creature loses flying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you that's... probably never play that, but still, it's it fits. Well, it's one that's worth having a self-bounce effect so you can move it around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Who cares about that Drake once the dragon hits play? Yeah. Yay, I came up with something useful. I'm cool. That's my quota <laughs> for the episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm... I'm pretty much out of worthwhile ideas from my notes. There are a couple more things, but they're not interesting enough to talk about. (laughs) Never mind. Mike, your homework is to be more interesting. (laughs) Well, like, um, I was wondering if there there might have been a potential uh, simple X spell cycle that didn't get finished. And um, um, Gridlock and, uh, oh, what's that? Get gridlock and Killing Glare were the ones that made me think of that. Mm. The hell is could have been the rest Glare? Destroy mm. target creature with power X or less. It's actually really, really good. I, so bad I severely underestimated how good Killing Glare was. Kind of like really Madcap's card deals. What? I'm really bad at card names. Half of the cards that we have rattled off, I'm like, I don't know what that does. I had to go look it up real quick or just ask. Well, the set hasn't been out very long. And other than the pre-release and talking about it on podcasts, I've had no interaction with yeah. the set at all. And none of us uh, buy, like, a quarter of the cards that we used to. Yeah. Which is too bad, because this set is freaking awesome. I think I like it more than I like Return to Ravnica. I remember having that feeling very strongly after the pre-release, but it might have just been the post-pre-release high. Want to get high on a pre-release? <laughs> For me, for me, I enjoyed Gatecrash more because um, it has more of the guilds I like in it. Hey, Mike, did you uh, did you do the draft after I left? Because I, I I was I was a punk. I was like, Mike, I'm gonna draft. He's like, okay, well maybe I'll stick around. And then I'm like, hey, Mike, I'm not gonna draft anymore. Screw you. I'm gonna I'll see you later. So did you did you actually draft? Yes, I did. And I drafted what looked like uh, a good Orzhov deck, and then. Um, I completely clobbered my opponent in the first game, and then... Spanked. And then my deck forgot that it was supposed to be a deck in games two and three, and I got knocked out in the first round. Oh, I hate those times. Yeah. Okay. But it was cool. I got um, 
I got that Lightning Helix Angel and the uh, and the uh, um, Godless Shrine. Well, there you from, go. From the stuff that I pulled, so that was that was cool. Now, had you listened to more of last week's episode, you'd have known all that. <laughs> I did listen to part of it, just not all of it. <laughs> I think you zoned out. I'm pretty sure Mike uh, hit that first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian doesn't listen. Nope. <laughs> That's okay. It's his job to listen, so. Maybe Cinder Elemental could be the red card in the X cycle. Maybe. Well, there you go. That actually fits the bill pretty well. I really like Cinder Elemental. Yeah. I'm surprised they reprinted it. I'm surprised it's taken this long. It's such a clean effect. It's a creature. It's it's very, what's the word, grokkable or whatever. Yeah. You look at it and you instantly go, I know what this does. Yeah, yes. Sack this, kill a dude. Hey! <laughs> I think I can figure this out. Or sack this, win the game sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, it's kind of disheartening to be like already behind and see one land, and you're like, "All right, I was already dead before, and now I'm really dead." Inevitability. Really? It's what's for dinner. It's delicious. <laughs> what if there was a bigger cycle of alternate wind conditions alongside Hellkite Tyrant? Hmm. Is there? There's not already. An alternate win condition like Mortal Kombat or or anything like that that cared about artifacts was there? No, no. So that was kind of unique that way. It wasn't just a riff on something else. What was the red one from Odyssey? I can't remember coin, that one for some reason. Coin flips. Oh yeah, chance yeah. and counters. That's why you forgot. Yeah. Well, uh, well, there is the um, about visionary. Oh right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So many ways to win the game. <laughs> I suppose you could have a black one that said if your opponent has twenty has, has zero or less life, you win the game. Um, <laughs> which is going to be a headache for anyone that plays Commander and two people have it out at the same time. And they're like, I won. No, I won. Cause when person number three gets knocked out. Well, let's see. There's the Elocutors, too. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. So yeah. we've got three in the set or, or in the block already. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> well, it's not really a cycle. One of two of them are multicolored. One of them is monocolored. I guess I was thinking more like hmm. using the Hellkite Tyrant as an example. Okay. But you're right. There, there are there are creatures that I forgot about that have alternate wing cons printed on them. Well, what if what if there was a green guy that said um, whenever. Oh, you you could do like almost like a giant adderphage sort of thing where it's like whenever you hit an opponent, uh, get a copy of this card, and when you oh, but cross it with the biovisionary. Oh my god, when you control, wait, oh man, hold on, is that silly? Is that well, yeah, of course that's silly, <laughs> but maybe maybe like you know. It, it's like a one one for one. Five times with the okay. seventh and haven't Here we go. Here we go. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. It's, it's for one green. It's a one one. And whenever it hits an opponent, you get a copy of it. And at the beginning of your upkeep, if you have mm, ten, you win the game. So let's see. And and so uninterrupted, you get one. So then next turn you'd get a second one. And then next turn you'd get four. And then next turn you'd have eight. 
So yeah, you'd have to hit your opponent with it like five times in order to win if no if that's completely unobstructed. Whole, but no, but actually that might be too good because if they don't have a blocker on turn two, then all of a sudden they're already behind. And then once you once you get up to four, well, even if you're blocking two of those, then they're replacing those two. Wow, that may actually be too good. So maybe it has to cost three for a one-one. Weird stuff. So what would what would the blue one be? If an opponent has like, whenever it hits, if an opponent has herpes, whenever it hits an opponent, mills some cards, and then if an if an opponent's graveyard has twenty or more cards in it, you win the game. No. Oh. Because with all the mill, that would be easy. <laughs> yeah. Wow, a decent uh, mill yeah, deck. Yeah, would just like play it, and oh, I won the game. Because you've just been playing spells. Yeah. And yeah, kind of like it come out of nowhere. That would be someone's favorite card. <laughs> Maybe it would have to do with, um, I don't know, drawing cards and getting cards in your hand or cards in someone else's hand or something like that. I don't know. I'm not at all sure what you're talking about, but okay. Nor am I. I I think have we have we covered this pretty pretty well at this point. Yeah, I think, I think we're beating it to death at this point. <laughs> so. Hey, guys, you know what happens next Friday? Nothing. In pre-Charlotte. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Something. So Mike and Bill and I are going down Friday. I'm pretty sure they've both taken off work. I have put in to leave early. Yeah, Uh, I've taken off work. So... I, I told them I'm leaving it too, and they were like, well, you can't. I said, well, I guess I, I'm fired then. And they were like, well, I guess you can then. <laughs> I was like, because I'm leaving it too. They are like, why so early? I'm like, because my ride said he wants to be on the way at 3. Now, that was a complete lie. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Bill, we're leaving Greensboro at 3. <laughs> but yeah, we're, we can we can leave whenever. I get up at 2, I'm going to come home, I'm going to take a shower, watch the funk of that godforsaken place off of me, and be good to go. <laughs> But uh, we're going to be in Charlotte Friday night uh, doing who knows what, hanging around, screwing off, you know, like we do. Uh, <laughs> so track us down. I know for at least some of that we're going to go into the celebrity meeting greet so uh, I can talk to uh, Mike Flores face-to-face, and Bill is going to stand behind him making road traffic noise. <laughs> it was like, you think he'd notice if I just walk around behind him because – like, in my mind, that's how he speaks, is when he speaks, road traffic noise comes out. And I was like, I don't think he'd notice, but I think everyone else would. <laughs> but Bill, Bill is, is a, a brilliant in all things that he does, apparently. So, like, he, I almost peed. He was talking about that. I had to call him because we were texting and then I was driving. So I called him, and he just broke that out. And I almost died because I was laughing so hard <laughs> But anyway, uh, we'll be there for that. We'll be Saturday. Brian's coming down. Yep. And we're going to be there. We're going to be in the event. We're going to be kicking all the ass. We're all going to make day two and kill everyone. And we're you, the four of us are going to be half the top eight. I'm just saying. <laughs> we're actually none of us are going to make it to day two, and that'll be even better because then we can screw off the rest of the time. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even care. Yeah. Then we'll just get to hang around all of day two and look at side events and play command with people and stand behind Perlman and make faces. And I can go home. Stand in front of Prilliman and make faces. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We we would stand in front of Prilliman and make faces. 
not facing him. We'd be facing the person he's talking to in front of him. Going. <laughs> <laughs> and Dirk, what are you going to be doing next weekend? Uh, what was it? <laughs> Quick, make up a lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's some. It's one of those things that I'd have to go dig it up. Oh. You wouldn't be having a baby next weekend, would you? Because I'd hope that you wouldn't have no, to really, we're not like, that far along. think but that hard we're, about we're it. Close, There's something on that. my schedule, but I can't quite remember <laughs> what oh, it is. right, it was birth a new one. <laughs> next Saturday, I've got FAFSA day. Chelsea's going to be working that whole day, but mm. that means I have to watch the baby. FAFSA day? Fast the federal assistance and federal assistance all that good made. stuff. Like if you yeah. want to, if you want to get a higher education, here's some money, but you got to sign up for it first. Yeah, FAFSA. Yeah, FAFSA was the reason why you know why your fo- for all you college kids out there, FAFSA was the reason why your folks had to get all their taxes done in January instead of being able to wait until April like normal people. Mm-hmm. That reminds me. I have really Speaking of which, that's what I'll be. That's what Chelsea and I will be doing Saturday. This Saturday is in tomorrow. Is uh, we're gonna be filling out mine, so hopefully, <laughs> I don't have to pay full price to go to to Elon. Yeah. Excellent. So while Dirk will be having adventures in real life, we will be screwing off in Fantasyland. <laughs> <laughs> doing Sorry. stuff that doesn't matter at all. But that's most of what I do, so it's cool. <laughs> Okay, but yeah, so we're, we're going to be in Charlotte. If you if you recognize our voice or if you see us, come say hi because don't be afraid of us. Be like, hey, I think that's Mike, the guy with the beard over there. I think that's Mike from the Manipool, the rules guy, the game lore guy. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I go I'm not going to recognize your voice, and I'm sure not going to work up the courage to come say hey to you. So. <laughs> yeah, Mike is actually afraid of most things, but I shouldn't have said that, so I'll edit that out. Except for spiders. Except, yeah. When I see a spider, I'm like, Mike, kill it! And he goes, <sighs> and he kills it with his bare hand. No. I don't <laughs> kill spiders really because they're... <laughs> Just so everyone knows, I don't kill spiders because they eat the things that I hate more. Can, so as long as they're not all up in my personal space, I'd leave them all. Spiders eat stupid people on the road? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish spiders ate Sunday drivers. <laughs> spiders hate beards. That's why Mike hates them. Oh. <laughs> but anyway. So yes, by all means, come say hi. We're going to be there uh, all three days. And well, Brian's not. So if you want to talk to Brian, you'll have to do it Saturday, but not while he's playing. For God's sake, don't talk to us while we're playing in the event. Actually, you can talk to me while I'm playing in the event. I don't care. <laughs> I'll be like, "Hey, what's up, man? Hang on, go. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> or girl? Hey, girl. You know, whatever. You'll hear me say that all the time. I've determined one day I'll have the uh, the card shark shirt on. So from the back, it says, "Bite me." One day I'll have the uh, probably the the GP Charleston Day Two shirt that actually has my name on the back. Hmm. And Friday I'll probably have the Chewbacca uh, chest T-shirt because it's sort of my thing. Just I so- have not seen the uh, TK shirt in some time. The, the T- TK TK four two one. <laughs> Why aren't you at your post? Why aren't I at my post? That's because I'm fat and it's white. So, <laughs> I, eh, I don't wear it terribly often. Uh, although, 
people keep saying I've lost weight, so maybe I should try it on. But yeah, I won't wear that at the G. That, those will be the three shirts I'm wearing at the GP most likely. So just so everyone's aware of how to track me down. I'm also I have a big red fro because I doubt I'll bother to get a haircut, and I have the red beard slash goatee. It's mostly goatee because I will remember to trim all that off before I go. So yeah, just so I'll you probably, can find us. I'll probably just be wearing some assortment of music-related graphic tees. I haven't pulled anything out of my drawer yet. Yeah, if it's not music-related, it'll be nerd-related. So that's what Mike wears when he's around his element. Yeah, because i got to dress up all nice every day at work. So when I'm not at work, I am not dressed up nice. Yeah, I will not be wearing a suit. I I wear a suit for uh, weddings and funerals, so I won't either. Unless someone dies, in which case I won't go to their funeral because I'm going to the GP. Right? Ooh, this. <laughs> don't die, Dirk. Yeah, Dirk, don't die, because I, I got to go to the GP, man. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, one more thing related to GPs, but not this one. On the last Monday Night Magic, so the last Monday Night Magic was a lot of fun. It was, it was me and Jeremy Schofield, who is a, a Canadian dude who is – the more I talk to him, the more awesome he is, like in all ways – like, after we got done recording, we sat here shooting the breeze about paying bills and uh, uh, marketing MTG Cast. You know, we are just – and that was the breeze shooting, you know, whatever. But uh, it was him and Marcel, you know, with the silky smooth voice from Brainstorm Brewery, and Ben Appleyard, who is very British and not like Chris Lansdale living in Canada British. No, I mean like still in the British uh, – the Britain. Okay, I don't know this man. I mean no disrespect whatsoever. His last name is Apple Yard. Apple Yard. See how British he is? Yeah, that's British. Like the only way you can get more British is Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> and that's a real guy, and if you don't know who he is, shame on you. Now uh, Benedict Applethwaite, Postal <laughs> Yard the third. <laughs> Esquire. Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway, it was it was the four of us. And I told uh, Jeremy Schofield, I was like, it's really too bad that you're not going to uh, to GP Charlotte because uh, it would be awesome to actually meet you face to face because he's a really cool guy. And he goes, that is too bad, but uh, there's always other GPs. Like I'm going to Vegas. I was like, well, have fun. He's like, you're not going to Vegas? Like I can't afford to go to Vegas. I went to Charleston because it was paid for, and I'm going to Charlotte because it's right there. <laughs> Man, the ability to go to Vegas for the GP, where they're going to have the limited tournament for Masters Edition. Modern Masters? Whatever. Yeah. And he said, well, we'll have to set up some sort of donation drive or something to get you to go. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's very funny. And Marcel chimed in with, yeah, I got 20 bucks. Let me know how to do that. And I was like, you guys are very funny. And we, we went on. And somebody tweeted at us all. Uh, with a hashtag, you know, get Chewy to Vegas. And I was like, okay. I got that on my phone at work. I was like, that's very funny. And Jeremy replied with, oh, yeah, I've got to get that donation page set up. I'll get that set up soon. And then Marcel replied with a, hell yeah, let me know when. I'll send you my 20 bucks. And I was like, were you guys serious? (laughs) And Jeremy goes, yeah. I was like, well, you know. So... I'm not sure about all that, but it sounds like there's an independent Get Chewy to Vegas thing, and I don't think that's possible or right, but I don't know. <laughs> just, just throwing that out there is awkward. 
Like, I feel weird when people send me stuff. Like, hey, I've got this stuff I want to send you. You want it? I'm like, no. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. So, yeah. Is that why you didn't answer that guy's email? No, I didn't answer that guy's email because I I got it at work. And I. it takes me forever. Sometimes when I send an email from my phone, it uh-huh. says it went through and it didn't go through. Okay. So I just don't anymore. I'm like, well, I'll answer that when I get home. And then I got home and completely forgot about it. So. Okay, that's that's what. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, uh, Lou. Ha, Lou. Lou's a pretty cool guy. I can tell just from the name, Lou. But anyway, by the way, did you ever get us hooked up with those Russian magic cards or not? Uh, he uh, that guy replied to me not too long ago out of the blue and goes, "Hey, by the way, I didn't forget about you. There's some something. He had some reasons. He's like oh, because okay. reasons." And I went, "Oh, I forgot all about the free stuff because it's free stuff, and I I don't know." <laughs> Russian mail order magic cards. <laughs> I wonder if it comes with a free bribe. <laughs> <laughs> Not valid in all areas. Ha! <laughs> Avoid where prohibited. But uh yeah. That whole thing, the the whole point of that was for God's sake, if you see us at GP Charlotte, come say hi. Cause I I love meeting listeners because it floors me. Uh, after all these years, I'm still amazed that people bother to listen to us, and a lot of people listen to us. I was poking around on uh, MTG Cast's uh, downloads, and holy crap, a lot of people listen to us. <laughs> <clears throat> like, it goes limited resources, and then it goes, uh, like, the Mana Pool Monday Night Magic, Top 8 Magic, maybe a couple others, and then it's like everyone else, just from eyeballing the numbers. I wasn't doing math or anything like that. I was just eyeballing them while I was on the, uh, the call sense. with Jeremy Schofield. And I was like, wow, we're like in the, the upper percentage. I guess that's just because of longevity. It can't be because of quality because we're just a bunch of dorks. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, I mean, it's just um, there can only be so many big shows with all the millions of, upon millions of shows that are on the MTG Cast Network. <laughs> Believe me, I feel it. Oh, ooh, which reminds me, I haven't listened to it at all, but there's a new show called Clone Magic that is all about a new format called C- Clone Magic. And shut up. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, really? It's called Clone Magic, the podcast. And I call it shenanigans. Just reading the uh, the quick description that they sent in about Clone Magic, it sounds really cool. Hmm. So I haven't listened to the podcast, so I can't recommend the podcast. But I can recommend. I think it was it was it clone clonemagic.org maybe is that it? Come on, F- Mozilla or Firefox. What is this thing called? Internet Explorer. <laughs> Netscape. Netscape. <laughs> Opera. Really? Safari. Oh, it is. It's clonemagic.org. So uh, I I recommend everyone go go check that out just on the name alone. Like we keep the cards and change the rules. Here we go. New card. Okay, here we go. So the way formats work is you get the the format stays the same, the rules and all stay the same, but you get new cards. But Clone Magic does it the other way around. So the cards you you can use stay the same, but the rules for for building your deck change. Oh. And each person or each everyone in the play group has exactly the same card pool. And the deck construction rules change for each play session. 
and it's it's just another new way to play Magic if you're bored with everything else. And it actually sounds really cool. It does sound interesting. So yeah, it's clonemagic.org. Feel free to go check that out. Like I said, I haven't listened to the podcast, so I can't recommend from a personal standpoint if it's any good, but I haven't listened to any podcasts, so I can't say any of them are any good. <laughs> but anyway, just throwing that out there. It sounded interesting, and I wanted to share it with the world because it might be awesome. That's what I do. But I'm going to shut up now. So anything else on GP Charlotte? Nope. It's going to be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it is. I'm going to have my recorder. I'll put it in people's faces and be like, talk into this stick. And they're going to be like, what? I'll be like, talk into the stick. But anyway, so uh, final thoughts, Mike? Final thoughts. This is something uh, I want to mention. I sat down and, and played duels a little bit for the first time <laughs> a few days ago, and um, uh, I, I finished I finished unlocking the rest of the cards for the five color deck because it's awesome. And then I decided that you know now that I had the deck complete, you know why not? I'll just go and uh, maybe jump into one or two online games before I before I go to bed. So I just clicked you know the quick match any format, and I got matched into a four-person free-for-all plane chase game. So I'm like, hmm. And it was epic. Like, I can't remember all the details. Um, I can't remember what all of my opponents are. One person was playing... One person just had the black deck. Another person had the blue and black deck. And I think another person had the Azorius deck, maybe. No, they had the Orzhov one, I think. But yeah, um... And it was it was an amazing game. And the the best part about playing that five color deck is that after you get your mana set up, everything you play is like, fablam, fablam, fablam. I think almost all of the targeted removal that my opponents played was pointed at my stuff. I was able to hold them off with all the the sweeper effects that were still in the deck. And the game ended with me. I had. Uh, like nine cards left in my library. All of the basic lands had been, you know, dragged out of the library at some point during the <laughs> game. And so I had nine cards left and I, and I beat the last, uh, opponent down with Progenitus. And it was awesome. And it really sucks when after an awesome game on, on duels, uh, the game ends and you're in the lobby. And, and, and you go to type, you know, that was an awesome game. I'm really glad I got to play with a bunch of cool guys because we were, you know, chatting back and forth and screwing around having a good time. And then just as I'm getting ready to type that, Duels crashes because Duels is a bitch. And it crashes for no reason after a game ends all the damn time. And it is super annoying. And if any of those cool guys are listening to this, I'm sorry. I didn't just win the game and exit the lobby and screw up without saying bye. I was about to type about how cool it was, and then Duels crashed, because Duels is a bitch. So, I get the feeling that Duels is a bitch. It is. Oh, I'm okay. also getting that sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. it. Fair enough. Brian? Moving is a... Move, to move is a four-letter word. M-O-V-E. Which means it's a pain in the butt. Uh, but otherwise, I'm good. I'm sorry I was out last time for being sick. I'm still kind of getting over a little bit of a cold, but otherwise, I'm okay. Um, life is good. 
and uh, I went to a CLE today, and which is a continuing legal education. Okay, and thank you. I was about they, to ask. And uh, it was very informative. It was seven hours plus an hour for lunch. And at the end of the day, I won the random drawing for a free Kindle Fire. Ooh, yeah. Nice. So I, yeah, I mean, like that—that's that's pretty sweet. So I was like, yeah. They—they're like Brian Baker. I'm like, whoa. Well, I didn't quite go like that because it was a room full of lawyers. But I was like, oh, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But <laughs> Take good. your monocle out of your eye and shine True. it. True. Yes. <laughs> so, quick question. Yeah. What is Carrie going to do with her new Kindle Fire? <laughs> well, she's already got an iPad, so I think this one's allowed for me. Oh, lame. So. Damn it. That was a funny joke, too. It was a funny joke, <laughs> but none for you. Oh, and um, I got her a necklace for Valentine's Day, and she got me a giant cheesecake, which is awesome. And she got me the uh, Batman movie from last year, which I had not gotten for Christmas, so I was like, yay. So that was good for me. So, yay. All right. Dark. Uh, you lose. I have a teacher work day on Monday, but really it's professional development, which means I get to walk around a school and be professionally developed on Monday. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't laughing at that. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) On the clock, huh? (laughs) It's... And, and, you know, there are just some things that I'm like, and there are some things that I learned that I actually enjoy and I think are helpful and everything. But there are just some things that are going on. It's like, really? You couldn't have just sent an email out about this? You couldn't just said, here, watch this for 15 minutes. All right, you're trained. Instead, you have to send us and make us sit in a room for three hours and listen to this. And then we leave going, well, that was not worth it. Like my mom said, as the credits started to roll on, uh, what was it, X, X3? Was that the official name of that crappy movie? Yes. As soon as the credits started to roll, my mom turned and looked at me and goes, Well, that sucks! <laughs> nice and loud. I think Brian and Carrie were there. Um, Somebody awkward was there that was like... Yeah. Sounds about right. I went to some sort of engineering, continuing education course one time, and it was basically a an X hour long infomercial for this one company's um, special type of product and method. It had something to do with anchoring uh, buildings, foundations. But I got a coffee mug. Did you at least get fed? Yeah, there was lunch. There were sandwiches. Whole word? So you're still getting making out better than me in this one. Oh. <laughs> They're not feeding us. <laughs> That's awful. Everyone is fired. I'm sorry, I flashed back to what I tried to do at work today. <laughs> try to fire everybody. I, tried to, I have fun. no authority whatsoever, and I tried to fire every last one of them. Apparently, my job is uh, managerial incompetence 101, but <laughs> well, let's just not get in. Every sort of stupid thing that a manager can do, one of them's going to do it. Sometimes both of them. And yeah. But let's not get into that. I have such a wonderful job. I called my I called my mom once on the way home from work, and she goes, "Oh, how was your day?" And I said, "I have the best job ever." And she laughed, like <laughs> hard, and for a long time. And when she regained herself, the old man on uh, sitting in the room with her goes, "What was that about?" She goes, uh, "Your son said he had the best job ever," and he started laughing. 
like, I'm glad that my wonderful job is so funny to you guys. And sh- sh- they kept laughing. <laughs> and then they yelled at me when I hung up. <laughs> but anyway, those are my parents. Word then. So I think I covered all the final thoughts I might have earlier. So all the usual stuff, you can find us on themanapool.com. Uh, you can send us an email from there. It works. We've gotten several here lately. Uh, if we don't reply, that's that's my bad. <laughs> if you want to send us free stuff, feel free. Uh, apparently, weird people want to send us stuff. Um, if you want to join in the conversations on the forums, uh, it's cardshark.freeforums.org. The link is in the show notes. You should definitely check that out because we have so much fun on the forums. I'm still amazed that we have forums that does not consist exclusively of a bunch of pricks. Like, how, it is, how does that work? Uh, I don't know. Like we don't even we don't even have any pricks. We just have we just we have. Used to, but they ended up weeding themselves out. Yeah, and we used to have chaos. I don't know what happened to him, but he wasn't really a prick so much. He was just he was just there. A <laughs> force of nature. For yeah, <laughs> goon. <laughs> hey, well, I'll, I'll give half a hey. <laughs> I wonder what he. I need to poke at him and be like, dude, where'd you go? Because we actually miss you. But anyway, huh? Chaos. Chaos Control. He, he he seems to have wandered away from our forums, and it made a couple of us sad. Wait, did but I, I thought you just said we met. Did you say we met him, or did you say something else? No, I said because we miss him. Yes, we do. Yes. Sorry, it's like because we met you. I'm like I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember meeting meeting him. It's good. No, we did not meet him. Okay. Calm down, Mike. You go back to sleep. No one's landed. <laughs> Maybe Vegeta is gonna step out of the crater. Maybe not. Anyway, so send us an email, dorksatthemanapool.com, the website and the, the freaking the forums and the email and Twitter. Oh, Twitter is at the Manipool. We're on Facebook, too. We're on Google+, Plus, but we try, sort of tend to shy away from that. And that's that. So, oh, and go to Cardshark and use the promo code, and maybe you'll win free stuff. And if not, you'll get cards cheap, so that's <laughs> important. Yay! So... Yay. Um, this has been another fun-filled episode of the Manipool, and I almost messed up and did the Monday Night Magic sign-off. So, <laughs> so thank you all very much for listening, and uh, go play some magic.